Hey guys, it's your girl Brianna Bell. Welcome to It's Black and White. If it is your first time listening in, welcome, welcome, welcome. I'm so glad you are here. Um, welcome to my friends and my family. Thank you guys for coming back for another one. I so, so appreciate you guys' loyalty and the commitment to the podcast. Thank you so much for you guys' support and even allowing me to serve you guys. I'm so thankful for that. Truly, truly, truly. So today's word is today's word is that it hurts it literally hurts to believe. Like it literally hurts to believe. And so I'm gonna open up in prayer and I'm just gonna be talking to you guys today. I don't really have like scriptures or anything like that. I just wanted to like kind of share like where I am in my walk and my season. And if you guys relate, I just wanna kinda explain to you guys like what's taking place right now. So, Father, I thank you so much for this word and the revelation. Um, I pray that this word brings comfort, um, insight, understanding. Father God, I pray for strength. God, your word literally says that you are strong when we are weak or in the areas that we are weak. So I thank you, Father God, that we are never really weak then and we're never really lacking because we have you to make up for those places. So I pray, God, in the name of Jesus, that this word will help um, for those to continue to hold on to the promise, especially in this season. In the name of Jesus, God, give me the grace to deliver your word. I give you the honor. I give you the glory. And I pray that you have your way, Lord. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen and amen. You guys, I truly feel the Holy Spirit right now. I do. I do. So look, it literally hurts to believe right now. Um, I know for me, it's just believing for so much, you know, really just if I were to be real, just for all the nonsense to stop, there's been a whole lot of things that have been taking place, really distractions. If you look at it for what it is, it's the enemy just trying to get us to stop, to give up. Okay. Uh, I was talking about on my YouTube channel about like building the walls, like Nehemiah. So we are rebuilding things that has been desolate. It's been destroyed. It's been in rubbles for so many generations. And maybe there has been people who tried to make a change, but the attacks has been so great. It's been so hard. They just gave up. And this is what the enemy is believing is going to happen with you, but you are the chosen one. You are the breaker. You are the David. You are the Joseph, like in your family. And so because of that, God is using you. And the thing is this, like something I always rely on is the word of God. I read my Bible like it's literally food. It nourishes my spirit so much to be able to endure what's taking place because if we to keep it real it's a lot it's a lot and it does feel overwhelming but god was so good because he was encouraging me he's like baby girl you got it you got it like see it as a flip look you the enemy is going so hard right and using literally everyone that you possibly know because he wants you to feel rejected. He wants you to feel isolated. He wants you to feel like all this is for nothing. He is trying to get you to trade God's purpose for comfort. He's trying to get you to trade the will of God for you to feel good. If you think about it, because of what's really happening when the enemy takes things away, when the enemy uses people to hurt us and all this stuff, it's just discomfort. It's pain. 
It's frustration. It's all these different negative things that we're feeling. And God is seeing like, look, you got it. Because God pours into you. That's why I press y'all all the time to read your Bible. Because as you read, you are feeding your spirit, man, and you getting strong, okay? You are getting so strong and you will be able to sustain and get through this process. God was showing me, look, the enemy, the enemy will attack that area so greatly because he knows that is here. So it's like always see the attack for the opposite. Always see the attack as confirmation that if it wasn't true, the enemy wouldn't attack it. If it wasn't true, he wouldn't try so badly to discourage you and to change your mind. He will go as far as touching your spouse's mouth and let your mouth, your spouse say that they don't want you no more. They're not coming back. Like you can have it like I'm getting divorced, whatever. The enemy can touch your spouse and go as far as serving you divorce papers just to convince you to give up. The, the, the enemy can use your spouse so greatly to get them to move out, to move out. Okay, all of this that's happening around you is to get you to believe the lie of the enemy. We have to always remember that the enemy is the exact opposite of God. Well, I can't say the exact because God is God all by himself. But the enemy's plans and tactics are the opposite of God. Okay, when God says it's good, the enemy says it's bad. When God says it's bad, the enemy says it's good. Okay, so if the, if God said that he is going to bless your marriage, the enemy is going to see that you see and you experience the destruction so you can believe him. Remember, God is faith, right? which is believing in things that we don't see. So it's not going to be right here in our face. It takes a process in, before it manifests where the enemy is going to show you everything right here, right now first. He's going to put all that stuff in your face. He's going to have the other woman or that other man call you, taunt you, and make you feel like you're, you lost when the whole time they lost. I just want y'all to understand it, it literally hurts. And I was in this because I'm telling you right now, I didn't want to write this. I didn't want to believe. I didn't want to accept this word. I I can tell y'all right now, I was so furious with my husband. I was furious with God even because I'm like, Lord, like it feels like it's never getting better, right? And this is a separate word, but what God was showing me, he was like, Brie, like I'm killing because I didn't idolize my husband anymore, but I was idolizing the marriage. I was idolizing the union. I was idolizing what God was going to do with us because God showed me that thing and it looked so glamorous. It was like, I just want to get to that point. And God never wants you to have idols. An idol is anything that alters your mood, whether it makes you happy or sad. Nothing should have that much power over you. Granted, we have emotions, okay? Yes, but God doesn't want anything to move you. What I mean is this, like if my husband does anything that's hurtful, I should not be like, oh, I just want to be in my bed and cry. I don't want to do nothing else, Lord. I give up. I give up. That is an idol. Or look, my husband comes home and he does this. Oh my gosh, I love him so much. Oh, okay. It's just me and him and I don't even spend any time with God. I forget God. I do these drive-by prayers because I'm so consumed in my husband. That is an idol, 
God wants us to be content where it's like, look, if my husband does something great, cool. If my husband starts tripping, cool. No, I'm not saying I like it. I'm not saying to be fake, but I'm still content. I'm not moved. I'm still Brie. She's still good. She's still moving in life. Like, you know, life doesn't stop because my idol want to act up because really everything should be rooted in Jesus. Everything is rooted in God. That way there's nothing around you that's going to move you. There's not a house. There's not a finances. I mean, finances. There's not a house. There's not a job. It's not your children. It's not your spouse. Did I say spouse? I said house. Spouse, nothing. Your environment, nothing. Okay? Food. That was a big one. I'm kind of spilling off. I'm going to come back. But God was showing me that I was still kind of idolizing food because it wasn't an all the time thing because I was, your girl was suffering from gluttony. Okay. And so when God had me do so many different fasts and even throw all this food out and all this stuff to really like discipline my flesh, sometimes I'll feel like when something crazy happens, yes, I cry. Yes, I process, I vent, I talk to God about it because that's what you're supposed to do. We work, we work through it. Okay, I'm not stuffing it down with sex and food and all this stuff. I'm not clapping back and getting in my feelings, but I'm talking to Abba about it, right? So after I do those things, or actually before I would talk to Abba, I'm over here thinking about a freaking ding dong hostess. I don't even like those like that. But it was like, I want anything that I could just just feed my flesh, right? So I'm over here thinking about all this junk food and God said, I don't want you to eat anything until we're done processing. That is how you prevent an idol. I'm not running to sex, right? I'm not over here like, okay, let me sleep with my husband because I'm pissed or I'm frustrated. I'm irritated, right? All this stuff is clashing down on me because that's just what's happening right now. The enemy is literally trying to overwhelm us. And God is seeing as though you make sure that God is the root of all that. And that's what God was showing me is through all of this, um, there's a purging. Okay, Holy Spirit, you just have your way. I'm, I'm just going to talk, you guys. Whatever it comes, I'm just going to let it come out. Because I'm trying to keep it all cute and organized. It's not working. Like, Because <laughs> I like feel like I'm falling off my point. But the enemy's coming like a flood right now because he wants you to quit. And so whether it's you even quitting or you turning back to certain idols, like you're turning back to smoking, you're turning back to, you're probably even thinking about masturbating because you're just thinking that I need relief. And God is needing you to know that he is your relief. And so God will have you go through certain things, right? So that you already, you know who he is in that for you because all of us are suffering in different areas one two or it could be the same but also it's like i've learned with god he's always going to allow something to happen until i find out who he is in that god is going to let me be broken till i remember and understand right and know that i know that he is my provider i'm not the provider my husband's not the provider god is right? God is going to let me suffer in this marriage until I understand that he is my husband first. He is my safe place. He is my protector. He is my validation. Like I have to be rooted in that first, right? God is going to let the kids like, you know, continue to do just nonsense, right? And really feel like I'm about to drive me up a wall or something like that, because God needs me to know, like I have control 
over my emotions. I don't have to respond to every single thing that I feel. You see what I'm saying? So God will let you go through these things over and over and over again until you get it. Sometimes we're like, God, why are you making this? Or why are you not intervening? Why are you not stopping the whole time? He's like, why are you not getting it though? You're going to have to keep taking that test because you keep failing. It is the most frustrating thing. I promise you, I'm never going to be here to one to sit here and make it seem like it's pretty. Okay. And that is easy. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. I said, Laura, I don't want not another test. Like I just, you know, and he is such a gracious God that he'll literally let me sit for a second. But God cannot be manipulated. So you can cry, you can scream, you can get frustrated, frustrated. You can throw in a towel temporarily. Okay. He throw that towel back at you. You can say, I'm done. I ain't standing no more. I don't want to do this no more. Like, forget it. He'll let you have that moment. And he'll wait till you calm down. Like, you ready to talk now? You talk about what you're going through. He's going to show you what it is. He's going to give you the insight. You read your word even, okay? That's how I get most of my prophetic words. It's not just me listening to God like I hear him. It's me reading and he gives me revelation and he shows me. Like, you see how this person did this? You see what they went through? It's because of this. And then this happened. God is literally speaking to the Josephs right now. You feel like you're isolated. You feel like you're by yourself. You feel abandoned. Hallelujah. You are literally in like this dark place. It feels like, but God is with you. So it's really not dark because God is light. God is with you. And what he's doing is he is pruning you for this next level. And I just told a woman, I got this um, on a one-on-one. And so I think God is having me repeat this because this is for a lot of us. A lot of us are not understanding how is it that all this is happening all at once. Remember when Joseph was, um, he was sold into slavery and then he got this role. He was helping Potiphar or whatever. Potiphar's wife wanted to sleep with him. He said no. And then he got thrown in prison. So he did the right thing right? He did the right thing and sat up here and still like suffered the consequence of a guilty person. A lot of us are there. Hallelujah. A lot of us feel like, or I ain't going to say feel like we are. A lot of us are being persecuted for things that we did not do. And we are not understanding God is burning something off of you. God is literally molding you. It's not comfortable. God is pruning you. God is cutting these things off that's not of you. Hallelujah. So for me, what God did was like, when I was experiencing all these things, I'm like, like I don't know why all this is happening at one time. I'm over here rebuking and binding. And I literally got to this place. Like I said, God, I'm tired of praying about the same thing over and over again because nothing's happening. Like, what's up? He said, I'm using this. Because that in you, that clapback, that anger, that frustration, I'm trying to get that out of you. So I said, wait, so God, you want me to basically be okay with being mistreated? He said, yes. Didn't like it. I didn't like it. I didn't like it. I didn't like it. It's like God making me eat vegetables, like raw vegetables at that. No dressing you know what I mean? People think it's always going to be pretty. Oh, because you say yes to God, everything's just going to be easy. You're just going to walk through life and nothing going to touch you. Like, no. Like, God was like, this has everything to do with you. 
It has nothing to do with them. I know it's the enemy, but I'm letting him do it. There's something in that for you. It's like Job. Remember, y'all, Satan has to ask God for permission. It's never just he just can have his way with you. Absolutely not. So God was like, yeah, I'm, I'm trying to get you to this place where you can be comfortable in discomfort, where you can be confident when it's dark. Like, and when I say dark, it's like God's not showing me anything. Like, I don't know when I'm going to get out of here. It's, and that's why I relate to Joseph so much. And a lot of us relate to Joseph so much because we kind of, y'all imagine Joseph is in prison. He does not know when he's getting out. So every day, every moment of the day, every time he wakes up, all he knows is he's still in prison. He All he knows is I'm in here for whatever reason. But you know what? Joseph had to have had to make the best out of it. And that is what God is looking for from us. It hurts to believe that. Because listen, thank you, Jesus. God has shown me like when Joseph dreamed, he had those dreams before he went to prison. And this is why God is so strategic. God will show you what the end result's going to be before you, before you're in it, before you in it, before you're in the struggle, because that is the thing that's supposed to keep you. Hallelujah. That is the thing that is supposed to keep you. So this is going to answer a question for many people who are asking God, because now you're in the fire, you're burning, it's hurting. You're like, okay, God, so are you still going to do this thing? Because that's what the enemy wants you to do is to doubt god does not change his mind god told you before it got bad before you got to this place that he was gonna do it and so that's the thing you supposed to hold on to it hurts to believe because really in our flesh let's just it's it's more comfortable to complain i just did this yesterday i called my mom and i was telling her about some stuff i was going through and i was just she's my mom She's so like bomb. She always had my back. So I was just going in and venting and it felt so good in my flesh. But I knew when I got off that phone, I said, I can't do that. <laughs> I knew I knew I wasn't going to do that. And you know, what's funny though, in the middle of the conversation, Holy Spirit spoke to my mom and my mom said, Brie, like maybe you're going through all of this because you're close to your blessing. And she's like, maybe, um, maybe what did she say she said maybe you're going through all this because you're so close to your blessing and the enemy is trying to get you to mess it up <laughs> she knew it i i i heard her but y'all know holy spirit is so gentle right i i said well even if it's the case i'm fed up like i'm just in my flesh i'm fed up i don't care i'm I'm about to be yet yeah, yeah. just saying all this stuff because it felt good but and i got off the phone i knew i was like i can't do that <laughs> you know that's where we are y'all that is where we are and i know it's it's been so long and we had up in our mind like how this thing was supposed to like end we already felt like it was supposed to be done because i said this in one of my videos because it's been so long we've been training and running and doing this for so long it's like i just want to stop now okay and god is like no it's not time to stop. He's building endurance. Oh, but let me get back to my point. So God was saying, oh, I already told you guys, right? That the enemy wants you to disbelieve. He doesn't want you to believe because the opposite of belief is disbelief. 
So believing in God obviously is of God. So not believing in God is of the enemy. And so that's where he's trying to get you. And I'm telling you, y'all, it's not just you. For those, maybe you can't, you know, afford to have a one-on-one with me. Let me give y'all some insight real quick. We are all going through it. You guys will be so surprised. Every single one-on-one call that I've had within this month. Oh, I won't say every single one. I think mine is one person. Every single one-on-one call I've had, we've all been in the same exact spot of experiencing a lot coming down on us at once. And I promise you, Nehemiah 4, go ahead and read Nehemiah 4 because this is why it's happening. Y'all, God is upping your prayer game. God is upping your endurance of being able to tolerate and recognize the tactics of the enemy. And remember, I said this in one of my YouTube videos that God showed me what made Jesus so amazing, what made Jesus' authority so uh, assertive, like, and legit was that he did not, he was never emotional. He never responded in his emotions. Because obviously we know Jesus wasn't afraid of no demons, like he's God, but he didn't sit up here and go back and forth with a demon. So we shouldn't be going back and forth with people who just talking out the side of their neck. Like, come on. We have to recognize, and I'm telling you, it takes practice. God said this to me a million times, and it wasn't until the million and one, a million and first, first, a million and one time that I understood what it meant that we wrestle not against flesh and blood. It is not that person, it's the demon in them. It's not the person, it's the demon in them. And yes, we we don't really like to hear that because it sounds like this person is not being accountable. But let me tell you something. It is the demon all day and long, but because these people let these demons run them, they will suffer the consequences. Period. Listen, Satan's already sentenced to hell. That's no surprise. He already know what it is, right? Whereas this person who's allowing the enemy to use them will have to suffer consequences for being used. Basically. We just got to get to this point like the Hebrew boys. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. They were in a burning furnace, right? They were so confident in God. They said, even if he doesn't come through, we still going to do this. Not bowing to you. That is the stance that you need to have. And you need to make up in your mind. It took me a minute, but I had to make up in my mind that I know this is not going to feel good. I know. I don't know how long this is going to be. I don't like this, but God, I love you so much. I'm going to do this for you. Don't do this for you, okay, yourself. Don't do this for your spouse. Definitely don't do this for your spouse, all right? Don't do this for anybody other than the Lord. Because that I noticed, like I found like that was the key that was going to sustain me because I could give up on me. I could give up on my husband, but I felt like I could not give up on God. And so when God brought it back to me and said, Bree, like, can you just go without for a little bit longer for me? Because look, 
He's like, I'm doing something every day, every moment of the day. Everything that I'm asking you to do is literally lining up and it will make sense to you. It's all going to make sense to you. It's not going to make sense to you right now. And God keeps us hidden from that, right? Because it's a faith thing. Can you trust God enough? Just roll with him. God, I don't know where we're going. I don't know why you decided to pick this route. I don't know. But God, I love you so much. And I know you love me. That's another thing. You must know God loves you. God loves you. So we can rest on the fact that because God loves me, this has to amount to something. It makes me think of Job. Like, Job, what? What was going through Job's mind? Right? Other than the fact that he knew God loved him. And that anything that is taken away, God gives back in some. God's redeeming time for people. I don't know. I hear Holy Spirit saying right now. Some of you are so concerned that there's been so much time that went by. You're concerned about having a child, like biologically, like with your body. You are concerned that you won't be able to conceive. God said, that's me. That's me. I'm going to tell y'all right now. Um, I, I, this is just me sharing a little testimony. Like I miss fertile myrtle. Like I felt like it just didn't take a lot for me to get pregnant. Um, I'm open enough to say that I had two abortions way, way, way back when. It was definitely not the don't just don't do it. It's terrible. Um, not a good decision. But listen, God forgave me. I forgave myself, and I would never do anything like that again. Right? But um, I'm like fertile myrtle, so it never took a lot for me to get pregnant. Um, matter of fact, I didn't never try to get pregnant. But then when I did, me and my husband, um, we planned, I remember we were in Texas and we planned it. Like I had my calendar and all that stuff. Okay. Your girl didn't catch anything. No babies, no babies. It's okay. And I didn't understand. I'm like, Lord, wait a minute, wait a minute. I never had a problem getting pregnant. Right. And then the moment I try to get pregnant, I can't. And God said, because it's me. Who opens the womb and closes the womb. So even someone who gets pregnant by accident. Even the person who gets pregnant wrongfully. Right? It's God's. It's up to God. He op- He's the one who gives life. I don't know who that was for. He is the one who gives life. So he opens and closes the womb. If your womb is closed. It's not time. Okay? And for those who feel like you run it out of time, God's going to put that baby in you, okay? Don't even worry about it. Yeah, you and your boo, y'all going to do the do, right? Being married, we're going to do it the right way. You and your hubby, y'all going to do the do. And then it's going to be God who's going to bless you with that. Because God gives us the desires of our hearts. It's the enemy who makes us feel like we got to hurry up. It's the enemy makes us feel like we running out of time because he's the one running out of time. We are not running out of time, okay? We are not. God is so good to us and he is a redeemer. It's literally in the Bible where God reversed time. He literally turned the dial back. Amen. Do y'all know the only thing that, the only thing that we, okay, because maybe I'm getting a little deep. This is just how I'm processing right now. The only thing we're relying on for time is a clock, 
is a man-made clock on our phone, plugged into your wall, the the computer, whatever. So y'all telling me God can't like pause it? God can do anything, okay? God, like, I'm just saying, maybe my, my thoughts are a little wild right now, but I'm saying like, don't get so caught up in time. If you're older, God can make your body like you're young again, okay? Like a 20-year-old body, okay, holding a baby. So whoever that's for, don't panic, okay? But we have to get to this place where we decide, God, no matter what, I'm in this for you. God has all the other things, all the other concerns. I love, I don't know what the scripture is, but it's been... um what the meaning has been coming to my mind, which is like we cast our cares onto him. So every single thing that's a worry, that's a concern, um, things that you would want to kind of have some control over, give it to God. As I look at Lord, you can do this better than I can. I know you know the ins and the outs. I just want you to know this is a concern and I trust you. I'm telling you. It's what I've been doing, okay? So that's literally all I have to say. I mean, I don't know. It was kind of all over the place, but I want you guys to make a decision right now. Just make a decision right now, God, as hard as this may be. And whatever that comes my way, God, I'm not going to move. I'm going to trust and believe the promise that you made me. And I hear God talking about Hannah, okay, and the persistent widow. These are examples of two women who continue to believe and continue to pray continually, continually. And making sure like Hannah, you are praying for those things for the right reason. And that sometimes that pain will come because it's God shifting your perspective. I'll say this, like for me... The disappointment, the constant disappointment that I've experienced in my marriage was God highlighting the fact that that's not where my joy is. It was God highlighting the fact that there's never going to be a person on this earth that's perfect. There's never going to be someone who should even have my heart like that where they have the power to crush me or make me. It was like a complete shift of God is my all. He is literally my joy and things like that. Like, I don't need a man. I don't need a man. I want a man, right? Because it's like, yes, I want partnership. I want companionship. I want those things, but I don't have to have sex, right? Because that was another thing. It's just... All these different things, God was showing me the truth. So when you go through stuff, God is probably showing you something in that. This person keeps letting you down. Why is God allowing this person to keep disappointing you? Because he wants you to see that man is inconsistent. Even me. My husband should never put his his eggs all in my basket. All of our eggs should be in the Lord's basket. Our hope, our dream, our everything should be in God, not in a person. That's too much. That's too much weight. Okay? So whatever your situation may be, we have to remember that. But 
I'm going to end this right here. I love you guys so much. Father, in closing, we thank you so much for this word. God, I pray that this broke whoever free, whoever needed this, Father, in the name of Jesus. God, we are frustrated to the core. God, I pray that you bring peace. I pray that you bring clarity and relief. God, I pray that you shower whoever's listening to this. Shower them with your love right now that they even feel it in the natural, God. Hallelujah, God. And I pray that this will bring change to their perspective, God. That whatever area they are struggling or they are having the hardest time, God, that they will find you in that. That you will be the thing that they feel that they need. In Jesus' name, I pray. We give you all the honor and all the glory. Amen and amen. So that's all I got for y'all. I love y'all so, so much. Oh, I'm over here like I'm on the phone. (laughs) Whatever. Kisses. The kisses on the cheeks, though. Kisses on the cheeks, okay? I love you guys. You guys be blessed. And I'll be praying for you guys. Bye.